the only way to actually get started though is I have to hit buttons. <laughs> and that's And we're live. How did we manage last week? Did you listen to last week? Of course I listened. Because I I account for probably, I don't know, 50% of all of our views. (laughs) Uh, Complete views. (laughs) And listens on iTunes podcasts. Um, Yes, hello, welcome. We are Pixel Pints. We are the only global podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games. We're not here to promote drinking. Please drink responsibly. And uh, any beers or breweries or games companies or anyone else associated with the games industry aren't sponsoring us. And uh, this is all completely free for your earballs. Um, someone approached me on Instagram and said, do you, do you want us to help monetize in your YouTube channel? Um, and then pretty much when I, when I didn't respond within five seconds, they sent me another message saying, are you interested? And I said, I'm thinking about it. And they said, what, what's there to think about? And I said, oh, fuck off. There you, there you go. That's, that's, was it think a, on that. Was it a butt cream sponsor? Was that what it was? And that's the five seconds it needed to think of. Do we want to sponsor butt cream? Well, no, it's really weird. Instagram keeps sending me things saying, do you want, and will you, um, uh, we're a jewelry company. Do you yeah. Want to sponsor so, us? You've, yeah. So if, um, so it's crazy. Blatantly a scam. Well, yeah, scam slash like they do that all the time to like people that have really nice pictures on Instagram. They'll be like, "You're really attra- you're like a really good looking. Let's like sponsor you. Have our clothing with your shirts and stuff. And all you have to do is just put our name and stuff." It's just like no. yeah, but we post game photos, some snippets of me playing Apex Legends <laughs> and cans of beer. Is it how does that link with jewelry? That it doesn't make any sense. Well, to me. hey um, Keith, you want to hear a cool story from last night about? Uh, apex legends i ran into a producer from respawn who works on apex apex legends and he was on a date he saw us from from naughty dog and like he literally ignored his date for the rest of the night and tried to talk and uh and um network with us while he was still on his date it was so bad i felt back for the woman but basically like we hung out with her too and like basically talked with her and then it was just it was a horrible day it was a horrible date (laughs) why even bother going um anyway (laughs) right so all the talk about instagram yes we do have an instagram which is um pixel pints pod uh where you will see photographs of mainly beer um and uh we also have a twitter which is at pixel underscore pints where um, we don't tweet that much because Twitter is is apparently not very good. TikTok is where it's at now. Yeah, right. we got we got to start learning the dances, right? Yeah, we've got, yeah. So we've got to <laughs> get online, all learn the same dance. Maybe um, Corey can give us some tips. I've heard. Oh yeah. He's a big oh yeah. TikTok sensation. Oh, yeah. um, he's got no podcast to do no more. Yeah, he's got time. He's, he's got, got time. time. He's got time on his hands. He can help us out. 
And we could be the only podcast from around the globe that would do a TikTok dance together. Yeah, we we should set it up. Heck yeah. Um, is it if we if we're really nice? Maybe even Evan will get his ass out. Maybe we can make our own dance and involve a controller. Because we gamers. Yeah. Well, let's let's see. This is starting to get a bit too complicated. Um, Mitch, how are things in LA? very good um fortunately i sprained my wrist but it's it's getting better i can now actually you know who doesn't have to worry about spraining wrist playing tennis serena williams novak Djokovic. oh yeah because he's not playing i was like serena but she's got like she's playing one more tournament this weekend starting monday it's one of her last matches i hopefully she goes all the way because i'd love to see her like go out on top with tying uh margaret court for the most grand slam most slams ever open era but my singles yeah single slams yeah 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 but um because serena's already ahead in terms of true doubles. that's true um, um and then and then i'm just excited for next friday like I, i'm excited for everyone to experience the last of us part one like and i've oh and, and we, i won't be playing it i know i don't have a ps5 and but i we, won't be in the country so but we just shared on the place not big deal for me really right but we just shared on the so playstation every, every, hasn't everyone already played it anyway do we i mean i can't say anything about that we're retreading old ground everyone i'm not saying story. anything about that same, i'm just excited i'm just again. excited because we just announced um yesterday all our accessibility features on the last of us part one and it's going to be amazing for players who had never been able to play the first last of us to be able to experience that including players who have motorish uh, motor uh um constraints vision hearing that's like we're one of the only franchises that will allow you to play an entire series of video games if you have certain disabilities and that's just like it's it's one of its kind and i'm happy to be a part of that process sony really are leading the way in their in-game accessibility features all they need to do now is catch up in terms of the adaptive controller that microsoft's got and they'll be ahead again um yes the, there is conspicuous by his absence mikey mikey novak will be joining us soon he's currently not doing the podcast because he's riding a motorcycle and that would be irresponsible for him to be podcasting and riding at the same time and irresponsible um, of us to be promoting it <laughs> Yeah, well, we don't get monetized, so I suppose we can be irresponsible. It's not like we're going to get sued by anyone. We're influential. Come on. <laughs> or not. Um, <laughs> we're influential um, to the kids. That's who we're influential. We can, we have proof. We we're influential to the children. Partially. Well, at least we can get them to understand what archiving means. Yes, we are <laughs> here this week to talk about all things happening, opening night live at Gamescom, the snorefest that it was. Um, my God, am I glad that I did not watch that live. Uh, that's that's my capsule review. We'll get into detail later. I was glad um, I was at work. But, <laughs> but first, um, do we, we'll quickly do beers. Um, Mikey will not... I'm, I'm hoping doesn't have a beer whilst riding a bike. Um, that <laughs> That's illegal. Fun. That's very illegal. Yeah. 100%. Uh, even low alcohol. Um, so I have a classic Ooh. Spitfire Kentish okay. Amber Ale um, from Shepard Ning. This stuff's great. 
is um, massively, massively hoppy. Um, because it's from Kent, which was the Garden of England, and they grow tons of hops there. Now, I'm not going to do an Evan pour on this one because this isn't particularly carbonated anyway. So you don't need to do that. And also, I've got a wide rim glass. Nice. There so you, you can go. let the carbonation out. There you go. You? There you go. Um, yeah, this stuff's amazing. And I've got a couple of lower alcohols and some water because it's too bloody hot here again. It's yeah. nothing like it. 37 degrees. It's only 27 today. But still. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I did. I've not, so I've I, not in years. So usually we talk about beer, but I had have have had uh, something called uh, I had a really good whiskey. It was called Screwball. It's a peanut butter whiskey. That's not really good whiskey. I thought you were going somewhere very it different. It tasted fantastic. Like. Like it, it, it was smooth like a whiskey, but it just tastes purely like peanut butter. So that good, so good. Absolutely minging. Oh, I loved it. Oh, it's fantastic. So I, uh, I know we're talking about beer, but that was just something I had recently. Um, I've been out a lot the last couple of days, so I am just going to energy you, drink, and are, I'm tired. If you are going out, and if you are going out, and you fancy drinking something that's somewhat like that, but nicer, you can. Um, I don't know if they'd actually know the the cocktail but when i had it, it was called a miami cobbler and hmm. it was vanilla vanilla vodka Whoa. baileys and um toffee liqueur you you only want one okay but oh my god it's nice okay okay um, it's, like, it's like drinking alcoholic ice cream whoa okay now now i'm now i'm curious okay um so yeah i'm just doing a um <laughs> so it, it's a running thing there's like I'll, uh, we have this energy drink that you can get at Target only called Alani. It's like this one's cosmic. It's a different flavor. There's many different flavors. This one's called Cosmic Stardust, and literally tastes like Skittles. But what we're what we what the thing is is there's like a running uh, running joke around uh, the office about Alani being like like once you have it, you can't have Red Bull anymore. Like it's just so good, it tastes better than any kind of Red Bull that like. It's a cult. It's turned into a cult of Alani, of just, please drink Alani. So we're all just drinking Alani. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love I suppose it. suppose if you, if you have shares in it. I wish. Get some, get some. I get some shares. I like it. Super good. But anyway, no, that's what I'm drinking because I just need to stay awake. <laughs> right. So let's get straight into it because Gamescom opening night live was packed with announcements. Not only, over- not only that. Jeff Keighley was on the show. There's over 40 announcements. They were handing out awards for no bloody reason. Um, <laughs> Do you remember if he had socks on or not? I didn't. I didn't get to he catch. Covered, he, he had he had high um, high ankle shoes and Damn. trousers, so he was hiding oh. it. it uh, I just um, I just saw the announcements. Was, he, I didn't watch all. <laughs> excuse me, the whole show. So i watched the whole show earlier um and i've forgotten some of the stuff that i've written down i've just quickly glanced at the 40 announcements that i made like i don't remember that game at all um that's why i have google next to me just to double check (laughs) that's why sometimes it's you can pack too much into a showing Mm -hmm. there is such thing so i think they yeah you 
Jeff, you did too much there. There was actually there nothing really stood out. Even the ones that they tried to hype up, kind of lost in this sea of CG trailers. Um, let's let's go through in order. Okay. Um, so the show opened up with Jeff being very excited about being back in Europe. Um, <laughs> everywhere. What? Here's a, a, we want to make the game for gamers, but we're not entirely sure if we can articulate what that means. And then he flat out asked the, the lead producer, I think it was the lead producer, so what is it? And he didn't answer the question. I was just thinking, you've got this is your big chance to explain what everywhere is, and you can't. You can't explain what your game is. Well, usually you have something prepared, like a pre-prepared statement of being like, this is the points I want to get across on stage. And then, like, obviously there is some, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There, There's some touch and go in regards to, like, the banter and the play that Keeley can do to, like, get try to get more info because, like, he can get pe he can get people on the stage to, like say more than maybe they're they were planning on originally. Um, it happens. So like I I can see I I was surprised that it was just so weird. It's like it's almost like they didn't know the pitch for their own game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so dude, we've, we've dude, built... you don't have a document with the pitch on there. Like, do you need it? We've, <laughs> we've built a game, but we can't exactly tell you what it is because it could be every game ever so is I, it did he did he like honestly he should have just said is it the next dreams because that's well, this is what it is this is what it could be that's what it seemed to me but it just seemed um oh, right that's I what i thought seeing seeing your um uh your beer cozy which is not used for beer no i'm sorry um, it's a koozie it's not a cozy no, it's, not. it's a koozie um, so i uh, Lee from uh, Light, the Lights Camera Rants podcast um, based in Melbourne, Australia um, got in touch to say he'd listened to the podcast where we were talking about beer cozies. Stubby holders is... Stubby holders? Australia. Oh, yeah, interesting. Your, your, your cans of beer the smaller ones because your beer will get mm -hmm. hot quickly so they're normally stubby cans so you get stubby holders and I should mm. have known that. Um, interesting. Okay. So, everywhere... Where where are we on everywhere? <laughs> uh, we are. I'm nowhere on it. Absolutely nowhere. <laughs> I'm how lost. Get, I'm lost. You <laughs> you're lost in everywhere. That's great. Um, so I'm nowhere with everywhere, and you're lost in everywhere. Um, <laughs> Is this the sequel to Everything Everywhere All at Once? <laughs> it's just, it's... Possibly. You could probably is 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 it a game building game? Is it like I don't know. Someone... That's the crazy part. It's like at least when Dreams first announced itself, you kind of could tell because what they did was like a mini like the trailer itself was like an example of what the game was. It was like a band or something. And you're like, oh yeah, you could make yeah. this in Dreams, and you're like, okay. I see what you got. You got sound design here. You got animation here. You got to build the character creation art here. Like, and you got camera work here. So, like, that makes sense. Like, oh, all that you can do in dreams. Therefore, you're literally just making a game and we're giving you tools to make a game. Cool. Makes sense. This guy is just like, if, if it's like you can make anything you want or like you, it's making, because like he's saying, he didn't even say like if you're making a game. He just said like, 
it's everything <laughs> it's like yeah, we're what? building a game that gamers will that we hope gamers will love to enjoy but it's like okay are you that, building games are you building movies every, are you building shows I, I don't know what you're building with the game yes so that was a completely piss poor start um right and then moving on to uh the first of many cg trailers mm -hmm. uh, which was the june survival mmo to which i wrote no thank you well dan's very excited about that yeah, well, I've actually put down wait, on some of the wait, Dan MMO. Game. I thought this one yeah. was the RTS. No, this was the MMO. Oh, so survival. these are two different games. Two different games. There's ah. a, the, the one they showed the CG trailer for was a survival MMO. That's right, because the other one, the other the RTS was on mobile, wasn't it? Yep. That's right. It was it was one another another one of your Star Wars. I'm really excited about that game. Hey Keith, it's on mobile. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I I think, though, like, interesting enough, Dune is a very interesting, like, property. Um, especially after that movie, I think, um, uh, what, how, what's, what's the director's name? D I can't remember. Dillanouve or whatever. Um, but anyway, he, I think he did an amazing job, really, of, like making that world seem more fascinating than it really is. And I think I would play a MMO in that space. Like that is a good setting to put an MMO. You have already a conflict between two warring races. You also have like political intrigue. Like, I think there's a lot to work with. So like, I am, you've, I'm, I'm I think you've, curious. You've, you've missed the, the troubling word in that, which is survival. Um, that's so you're new. going to be, I know, but like be... that's new, and I like that. That's different. Yes, I, I do. Now, if you I say survival, if you say survival, and it's like um, No Man's Sky survival, people are going to be upset. <laughs> but it depends. It's going to be I'm, harvesting, and I'm open to it. You need to, you need to be able to drink. So where do you drink? That that would be interesting because you you need water. Is there, is there going to be a button to pee into your suit? And then drink through the little nozzle. Um, is it Who could knows? be. There's an idea. There you go. Well, one, one it's, of you. it's the upgraded P mechanic from uh, from <laughs> what's that game? Death Stranding. <laughs> or, or Duke Nukem. Um, so next up, are there any PlayStation fans here? That's quite possibly some of the most muted crowd as well. So just going. Do you remember Homeland? And everyone's. <laughs> um. Uh, so the big PlayStation announcement, which I wrote down, oh, they're going to announce the price increase in Europe and the UK. Um, that would have been funny. Hilarious enough, uh, but, right after I buy my own PlayStation 5. <laughs> yeah, it's the DualSense Edge, which if you want to know more about it, fuck off the PlayStation's website and read it on there. So that no, nothing about the features other than it looks like a, a bit like a Xbox Elite controller, but as a dual sense. I, d I will say I do like that matte black um, by the sticks. Like you do have that kind of already on the on the original dual sense, but I think it doesn't show up as well um, without that like edge. So, and I also like it, it. It looks like there's like pokey things coming out under the sticks. I like that too. But well, there'd be trigger locks. 
Right. Um, well, it means that you can tighten up the torsion and the, the same as you can on the Elite. So you can adjust the tension on the sticks. Yeah. And I, I think for a first go at, it seems like they are tackling the right things. Because I think they even offer some settings you don't get on the Xbox Elite controller, which is, um, if I remember on the back, you're able to do like... Decent rumble features. Yep. Haptic feedback. You're also able to adjust volume settings, and that's and that's interesting. Um, is, Mikey, yes, you have your finger raised. Are you going to do yes. a smash and grab? No, I'm going to tell you that I have to not participate because my uh, throttle cable broke while I was driving down the road. So I am currently stranded halfway between home and my destination. Oh, so I'm no. going to have to work on that and find a way home. If I can join, I will, but I'm not making any promises. So, <laughs> Good luck, Mikey. Take care. <laughs> you have terrible luck, Mike. Catch you later. Catch you later. Um, then we went into the Callisto Protocol again. I That game is looking good. Yes. And, and not only is it looking good... Dead Space better be worried because if this if this is good this is a good I'm sorry is if this is as good as it's looking, like I don't know if people will buy Dead Space, or they might really harsh it. Like Callisto Protocol actually has a serious advantage right now by going first. It was basically whoever's going to go first is setting a bar, and if the other game doesn't match it, it's going to not do very well. It was interesting as well that because of the comparisons with Dead Space, they came out and specifically said, um, or Jeff specifically asked the question that you had you had um, dismemberment of um, limbs and stuff in Dead Space. What, what have you brought to this game? So, and there was the the mutations that they were talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah. So, and then they showed in the trailer. So previously, in zombie games, you get a headshot. It's all good. It's all this good. One, you, you, you Classic Resident Evil. <laughs> you blew someone's head clean off. They kept fighting and then grew a new head. And I don't think that's totally original, but it's cool still. It's not. Because, it, like, Resident it, Evil 4 do, did that back in the day. And it's still cool. Dead Space. Right, right. The, the, for sure. Yeah, agree. showing the differentiation between the two. I don't think anyone needs to see any more of this. No. But I, but I think they could keep showing, like, little snippets of it. Because, like, literally... When we think about it, we really haven't seen very much to almost anything of this game. Like, this is one of the smartest... This is when you do smart marketing, is when you show enough that everyone knows what the game is, but you feel like you didn't. they didn't show everything, and they barely have shown anything. Like, if you look at how much footage they've shown... What, they've only oh, five minutes in total. Five minutes total, but we know exactly what we're getting out of this experience. And there's going to be plenty of surprises. The fact that there's mutations with these creatures, who knows? Like, maybe we get, an, get a new weapon. And, like, they have shown the differences. Like, they're focused on some melee combat, too. Like, you have a, a stick that you can saw them off with or hit them in the face with. Um, the environments are destructible in regards to, like, using them as weapons to, like, push them into running saw blades and stuff. Like, I think... I think they're really like showing uniqueness in a short amount of time, and that's brilliant. Great marketing. Whoever headed up the health and safety department on this space station should be fired because <laughs> there are hazards everywhere. Well, isn't it a prison? They usually don't give a shit about the prisoners. Right. 
um, a society is judged or should be judged on how it treats its prisoners. I can't remember who. If quoted it's if that. it's an if this takes place in America, which I don't <laughs> think it does, we don't give a shit about prisoners. I guess. No, so we'll just say we are both excited for the Callisto Protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I think that's a great it's a great December game. It's got its own window to itself. It's gonna I think it's gonna do great. Yeah, and I know Evan is particularly excited about that as well. He can get his uh, sci-fi horror schlock going. He's going to pay full price for it? Of course he is. <laughs> um, so next up, CG trailer. Uh, <laughs> the Lords of the Fallen. Don't forget I, the The. I should, I should have uh, should have made a tab where it's like, every time you say CG trailer, I'm just going to put a tally down. Ding! Ding! Yep. I've got no idea what this game is meant to be. I've, I've not played lords of the fallen lords of the fallen 2 yeah if there I, was I, two. to my knowledge all i know about the series is it's literally a dark souls like game and it was yes. like one so it's one of the very few that like was came out after demon souls but didn't master the formula it was like okay so okay. have a shot There's at a game it i'm never going to play i mean have a shot at it who who knows <laughs> i mean it's it's the the souls like game is more popular than ever before go for it yeah so much so that we got pinocchio themed one oh get that one that looks later. sick okay we'll get to that but i'm excited for that one bro that's uh, that looks so great. next up was moving out to whatever move on um those are fun mini, those are fun little games yeah it's kind of they're, they're good party games it's like okay really quick because i know i know you want to move on from it and i'm fine moving on from it but it's like, I, like, I like those, over overcooked and things like that so yeah that and, genre. and for a person like me like when i moved out to la like i left a, i left a lot of my friends like actually sorry i left all my friends because i have to make new ones here so I, I left all my friends out when i left and like those are the types of games we can still play together that like we really enjoy so like i do love those and then adding online multiplayer is huge because again, it allows me to play with my friends like halfway across the country. And I think that's really special. Like we're playing It's Takes Two and we love it because it's like, it's a good deep multiplayer game that's story driven and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, like I gotta play Splatoon later today too. I forgot that's the, um, oh, shoot, Splatfest right now. Damn it. Okay. It? Yeah, I was gonna play today. You have to play it. I know. I'm really excited to play it. So yeah. You don't. You don't have to play it. Don't do it. No. If you don't I want, want to. to. Don't do it. I want to. Particularly 100. You can't play Splatoon 100. No. No. Again, I can play on a controller right now. It's all good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So next up, Hogwarts Legacy. There's a new trailer. It looked. All, it looked like it was all gameplay. Um, it... Uh, but particularly, particularly liked the. You can get the deluxe edition right at the end. Love <laughs> I love, I love the, love plugging deluxe editions. Did you see the the, the other thing that they released? The two hundred and fifty yeah. pound, two hundred and fifty dollar collector's edition. It's ridiculous. Wow. Um, um, so you're you're not hot on Hogwarts Legacy. I'm really not hot on Hogwarts Legacy. Well, even the trailer didn't look very good. It's like the the, the oh my god, like. And I, I don't mean this as like a diss to the developer because like I obviously I like I know how hard devs work on projects and I know like they believe in their projects they do and we all want our projects to do well but it's just like 
the trailer on this one was just bad. Like the editing was horrible. I could barely tell what was happening on screen half the time. It's like, and also they're being so mischievous about everything with that section. Like, show me some combat for God's sakes. They're like, I'll show you like two spells that take two seconds. It's like, why don't you do like half a mission or why don't you like in the trailer have them walk up and actually start engaging in more combat or or in the story part to like hear a little more of the dialogue because i couldn't tell from that trailer because tell me if i'm wrong keith i had to read the description of this trailer to understand what the hell was going on which is the trailer was saying was trying to tell the player you have to make a choice you're gonna like meet this character this is a character side mission uh to earn their trust or not and whether you want to take part in dark arts I never got any of that from that whole trailer. Oh, I did. For, before reading the description? Yeah. I didn't. And I, I watched it at two times speed as well to whiz through all this. I, um, I did not get that at all. I was... Yeah, I, 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 I just... Harry Potter's kind of... I, I, maybe I'm too old. The whole thing's just kind of... Yeah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not overly bothered about it. I'm not, you're trying I'm, to... I'm not overly bothered about it. I just don't think it's going to... I think it, I think it's going to stumble more than it's going to like. It's not going to break records, but it's probably going to do okay. Like uh, it, 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 for yeah. how it should do, it should do better, and I don't think yeah, it will do I, that. I, I well. don't how how. I th I I get what they sh were trying to show. They're going to try and show this isn't just going to be some kind of happy clappy wizard game. And I and I like trying. That. Yeah, you've got to try and make some difficult choices. Like, do you want to learn the spell that tortures people? Or do you want to be have the spell used on you? But then what's the context for it? The Cartiatus so, uh, curse or whatever. Yeah, Cruciatus. There we go. Yeah, Cruciatus um, curse. Uh, but... No, I get. But I don't understand. I don't understand the context of you've got this person saying you shouldn't dabble in the dark arts, and then you've, it seems like you've got to do it anyway. So I'm guessing this is going to be part of the main story. It just. Uh... Um, and then you've got a binary choice of I either learn it or don't learn it. But at the moment, we've got no idea how that impacts the story ongoing. And also, okay. the weird part about it too is like trying to think about it. Because like, here's the issue: like, they're not doing a very good job of like sharing how this is how this all works like we've seen that we've seen yeah. how the world is but like how does this work story-wise because if i'm thinking about this like i don't know what i can't tell the what's the word i'm looking for i'm i can't tell what kind of theme they're going for you know like the harry so like did you see all the harry I'm potter like, movies i'm huh? thinking the tone of the game yes but like kind of um like, have you seen all the movies or read the books or anything? Yeah. Okay, I've seen so, the movies. So, I'm not reading the books. Gotcha. I tried reading the first one and got bored. So when you read the so so when you see the movies, it's like a tonality wise, it's very like the first couple films are very like kiddish and like haha and ha -ha, and like oh it's a troll like oh no it's a troll but we're gonna kill it, but then like all of a sudden it gets super dark right? But these guys are supposed to be like teenagers. I'm not sure if they're going for that same kind of a tone of being like. He's a teenager, but oh my god, he's gonna have to make adult decisions. And I'm just not sure if that's what they're going for because they've shown both. They've shown like the happy-go-lucky and then with like magic spells where they like, seem all joyous while they're casting them. 
But then we have this like dark art section where it seems like this is meant to be like dark and rough and be like, do you want to dabble in the dark arts of like being super? And it's like, I don't, I, and I want, I, I think it's because I need another trailer. I need a trailer to like, tell me the tonality of the plot. Like we know what the plot actually is, but I just can't tell what the tone is. And that's throwing me off. Yeah, and you've got the fantastic beasts element where you you've got you've got your animals and you've don't got your bring zoo those you up. can look after. Don't bring those um, up. Don't bring those movies up. <laughs> I like the first one. Um, first one was okay, but oh my god, oh, the the latest one was so bad. Oh, it's yeah, just it was. like it's like, and here's the and, and this is the issue. Like, sorry, last thing of like Harry Potter. I grew up on Harry Potter. I'm a huge like. As a kid, I loved Harry Potter, and like my best friends from back home love Harry Potter. Like back in Minnesota, we're watching these films, and we're like, "God, this is fucking garbage." I don't even want to like our enthusiasm for Harry Potter. Like, if this game came out like five years ago, we would have been like, "Yeah, let's go for it." But like, with everything happening, it's not just the J.K. Rowling thing. It's not just like it's it's the franchise itself has lost its magic. <laughs> Um, like if they came out with because like if you didn't know like right now um universal still owns the rights to harry potter for like one more year or something like that so it so warner brothers can't produce any shows without giving them to universal because they own the distribution rights but like as soon as that's done bet you a hundred dollars they're gonna start making like harry potter shows wizarding world shows and like do i want to watch that i'm not as enthusiastic about it at all because Harry Potter has died away, unfortunately. And it's just I'm very curious on the reaction in the future in this in this area. Rant over. Go ahead. Yeah, that's I I don't know. Hopefully I, you get what I mean. Like yeah. I, just, I just I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm what I'm gonna this is gonna come out. Millions of people will buy it, I think. And they're gonna have a great time yeah. and And good for I'm them. Not gonna care. Yep, good for them. Like I'll I'll I will probably check out the reviews, see how it see how it mechanically works in the plot, and but it's, it's like I was listening to another podcast and they brought up like you know a lot of these like magical creature creatures represent uh, stereotypes of different things like Gringotts. I it, it's it's represent it's like I'm not even gonna go there, but it's just the way they're structured in the plot right now is putting them in deep trouble if people read into it and it's unfortunate because like it's like you shouldn't be doing that it's not a good idea yeah i'm not gonna read into very much of harry potter anything um talking about that um talking about people you shouldn't read into this is a very terrible segue then we've got randy bobandy um coming dressed like a dressed like a musician um from a terrible 70s band or maybe a, a magician because he's into magic to which i wrote down do we need any more borderlands and i nope. wonder what porn uh randy may have left in the hotel and i also wonder how many how many more i think did did their last game sell well at all uh no it didn't borderlands 3 did not sell well and then they had another one after that tiny tina's wonderland Yep, that did not sell well either. And they're totally different. It's not Borderlands. It's Tiny Tina's Wonderland. It's totally, it's totally Borderlands. Uh, yeah. And then, well, I mean, I get why they would release this one because like the project's basically done. So like you're gonna have to put it out regardless, even if you're having bad sales in other games. 
yeah. but it will be interesting to see what happens after this because it seems the enthusiasm for Borderlands has died. Well, it's because they, yeah. uh, they they also waited way too long between two two and three, so like the hype was lost. So yeah, it, I don't know. I'm just not didn't, interested. Didn't they also like leave two K? So like they're on their own. Like yeah, this is their own project. Th- yeah, they're on their own now, and mm, they're they're struggling to get off the ground. Like I I fear for that studio because I think there is talent there. There's some serious talent there, and I really wish they would. I think they need to come up with something new, and I, I, and and it's easy for and like people don't understand sometimes. New IPs are extremely risky. They're some of the riskiest things you can do in yeah. the games industry. Like you have to re-educate an entire audience, and you have to come up with something unique, and that is not easy, especially when you have tool sets engines already set up where it already makes certain tool sets like you have to remake a lot of things from scratch when you start a new ip because you want mechanics to be different too and it's just a lot of money to put into that so i i say it with knowing what goes into it and i'm just saying they 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 need to start over with something else like this is it's, it's we can't go down this path no more it would be interesting to see the difference between what they're doing now and what they did with telltale the previous tales of the Borderlands games are a Telltale game, and this is right. their own one. Yeah, but it um, still it still has like to me it still has their vibe, and I don't it, yeah. and maybe that's just the studio vibe they are going for for every product, but it's just not my style. Yeah, um, and maybe I'm just not their and, customer, and I'm fine with that. I don't have to be everyone's and, customer. <laughs> not interested. Um, so moving on to something else, Dying Light Two DLC, some arena fighter thing. No interest. I, I, Whatever. I mean, um, to be honest, I I did not like the first Dying Light. I know a lot of people like it. Good for you, everyone else for enjoying it. It's just not my cup of tea. So I did yeah. not buy Dying Light 2. And I don't plan on buying it. Unless it's, like, free. Then I'll, then I'll play it. But I don't have any plans on playing it. So those people can enjoy it. Heard good things. I'm just... It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. And then next was Tortuga. Which is to which I wrote down Skull and Bones RTS. So maybe maybe that's a Dan game. Um, damn, where's my damn? We need a Dan tally too. <laughs> Any RTS, just uh, Dan tally. <laughs> and then uh, so we had, or we should have pre-recordings of Dan, and you're like, Dan, what do you have to say about this? And then I just pop up a recording of him speaking about just the one title. And that's it. <laughs> Or just him saying, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, and he's our RTS consultant. Like, now going to our RTS consultant. Dan, what do you have to say about this title? I really like yeah, it. Really excited. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> uh, now right, I really so want to was... get that recording. Damn it. That's going to be great if I could get one. <laughs> so up next, CG trailer. Ding. Ding. Destiny 2 Lightfall. Terrible name. Uh Okay, here's my More Destiny two. You want my beef about Destiny? You want my beef? I will take your beef with Destiny. Okay, here we go. Problem with Destiny. It is unapproachable for new players. Entirely unapproachable. Like they have changed the story so much, if you buy the game, the beginning of the game no longer exists. 
because they reworked everything because how the plot lines worked out is like it rewrote history or whatever. So it is almost completely unapproachable to new players. Why would I care? Yeah, the the gameplay is good. I've got no interest in going back and um, playing through Destiny more. No, is that the grind? The grind really got to me after a while doing I all of really, the I really want to see something over and over again. Yeah, and I just want to see something. Says, says the guy who plays battle royale games, but the, it, that's different because you know the game loop. Whereas this is just go over here, shoot some stuff, pick up loot, all your loot, shit, go and yeah break it down to try and get better loot like in the, loot shooters are not my thing well and the only saving grace for de- uh, for the bungee team is god the shooting still feels so good yes it like does. whenever i go back and play like a destiny game just for like a little bit i'm like Ugh. it's like i'm so heartbroken because like i would love to come back and play this all the time i don't have a better reason to do that but if i did i would feel so good because the shooting feels so great it's like they still got it baby they still got it <laughs> it's like but i'm just and like i'm just like please make something else so i can play it <laughs> that's all i want i wanted shooting mechanics just in a different game <laughs> yeah well depending on what playstation get them to do you might get that uh what was next Ugh, terrible terrible looking game sonic frontiers my god this no oh it i disagree terrible. disagree go on your rant i want i want to argue this one because i disagree i think it looks I, better well it looks better than the original showing but still the environments just look really bad and particularly when you go out into those big open kind of quasi open world sections they just look barren and you might have some rings hanging around or you've got a, a something for sonic to uh, to grind on um but my it just looks like they that they've taken some textures this is the land texture and you just plaster that across the entire landscape here's the rock texture slap it i i don't know what they're trying to do here i just think this game looks worse and worse every time i see it i i at, in the beginning i was kind of with you when they first showed it it was just that land but when I've seen all the the different types of levels and the way they're playing with 2D and 3D, I'm really more fascinated by this game. Um, now, maybe the... How do I say this? Um, there might be an issue, because like, Sonic is going so fast. Who knows if there's an issue with the loading and maybe that like having less textures on the screen will allow the game to load farther in the distance. Because... What we saw from uh, like months ago, who knows how early in development that was, or how if it's in the mid tier of the development, like that, those things can get fixed. Um, so, in my mind, I'm way more open on this game. When I saw uh, when I saw the transition of one of the levels that it was going from 3D, and then they pull the camera back, and then it went to into a 2D level. I thought, oh wow, that's cool. That's really unique. I like that. It gives you the classic Sonic without, because like. One of my favorite Sonic games that's 3D is Sonic Adventure. Um, Sonic Heroes, I think, is also pretty good as well. And I think it it merges those cool elements together. And I think this one could turn out pretty well. I Even in the boss battle, I thought it was unique in the way that you were tackling it. Was You had to like circle around the character to, to do something to it. I'm, I couldn't really tell 100% what was happening. 
but at least in context i was getting what i what they telegraphed and this is what you do good on trailers like this is a good job on that marketing team is like by the by sonic circling around it you go that's unique that's different your means oh i'm gonna have different ways i have to tackle these bosses that are going to be thinking things i don't think of because we saw then after that we saw just basic combat which sonic jumping around punching it's things yeah which showed the showed the variety in the combat and how that's going to work in game so i'm actually really fascinated by this one like will i buy this day one no because i'm not going to pay 70 dollars for it like i have to be a little more uh no picky and choosy with my time and money and also god or ragnarok is around that time too and i'm gonna be playing the shit out of that because uh that is the sequel to my favorite game ever made favorite game of all time and best game ever made so um but i am very excited to definitely try this title and i'm very curious to see once it launches of how good it is um but i could be totally wrong it could it could come out and just not do very well but I just there's something unique about it and I, I'm intrigued. I'm really intrigued by the title. So like if not if not excited to play, I'm intrigued. I missed the game out, so there was a trailer for a game called Marauders, which is in a sci fi FPS. Mm. Uh, there was some spaceships in it. It's a sci fi FPS called Marauders. Um <laughs> You could tell our then, interest by the two seconds of just looking at each other going, moving on. Yeah, so next up was the new work from um, abusive game director, allegedly, um, although he did settle payments, so maybe that's not an inference of um, culpability, uh, as some um, NFL sex pest, alleged sex pest, may have said as well. Uh, the game from Quantic Dream, um, Under the Waves. Well, it's not from Quantic Dream, they're just publishing it. Oh, that's good. So yeah, the they're not. Don't have to, to my with. knowledge, they're not creating it; they're publishing it. Okay, well, that's better for the game developers than yeah. I so, so it's not actually made by or comes from that team. It's just published by that team. Yep. So it's underwater. You're in a submarine. Cool. Cool. Like, I mean, Goat Simulator Three. I mean, it's they definitely some goat simulator. They they definitely win. They've they've already won my trailer of the year. <laughs> yeah, with the um, the Dead, Dead Island, Island too, which yeah. hilarious. Then Dead Island shows up in this in this thing. But anyway, we'll get there in a minute. But yeah, goat goat simulator won one trailer of the year. I mean, unless something happens at uh, the Game Awards and someone like tops that, but I don't think you can. <laughs> yeah, that was that. Was... That was brilliant. High quality trolling. That was so brilliant. Um, talking of high quality trolling, next up was Return to Monkey Island. As if you pre-order now, you will give you some free horse armor, which you can't use in game. <laughs> Just so stupid. Well, and then even <laughs> it's like even that. Uh, I mean, I've I've no interest in the Monkey Island series, so this is not my thing. Before my time. Yeah. Um. I was, will I play it? Possibly. I liked the um original monkey island I, I, did i play no i haven't played lechuck's revenge um so yeah what if i i quite like the art style in this i know people are slagging it off and saying no, to change it but it looks good. get over yourselves it's it looks fine good. yeah it looks good and i did think that the the fact that you've got a marketing person in the game 
if they if they actually put this marketing person in the game or if they just don't done that for the marketing that that's clever um so appreciate the uh, wit and humor from that uh the next one was moonbreaker so this has already been released on steam so this was about the console release what is it am i getting uh missing a game here oh no this is the um the miniatures um turn-based game where you can paint your own miniatures to dan, which i wrote dan, down dan approved erebus jones game also um he's into his warhammer 40k so he has his little figures miniatures and he paints those with his little boy so i think this would be a game for him got massive hearthstone vibes from this and then yep. they had the, the art style the really team. looks like it they had one of the development team on there and he said he mentioned hearthstone so I, I probably would give this a go i'm not sure how much time i would actually put into painting all of the characters though yeah hopefully that's not too onerous or they will give you preset but that's kind of cool that like it's almost as I think that's really unique, though. I kind of like that because then it also allows you to make you, your own unique models. Yeah, so you could be fighting against a the same another, the same yeah, skeleton, the same but just different colors. Different. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I like that. Um, also, uh, Keith, the I think uh, I think you have convinced me. You know how we say uh, there we don't need a game with the word "fall" in it anymore. Oh, definitely I, not. I, I think the I think the runner up is Breaker. We'll have to research that one. Um, <laughs> fall, fall, is, fall is too prevalent. Come on, come on, get your get your nomenclature and think of something different. Um, friends versus friends up next. The cartoon FPS card battle thing. Don't even. That's it's way too many mechanics for my brain to handle at once. Yeah, but again, they didn't. It was just a very, very quick trailer that mm -hmm. showed you fighting and then holding cards. So I don't know how how do those two mechanics link? Um, it would have been nice to have some more it's like Yu-Gi-Oh meets about Call that. of Duty. <laughs> Call of Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, <laughs> next up was was quite interesting. Um, got massive Steel Rising vibes from this because they they would be set in a similar type era. Um, which was Lies of P, which is the oh, Pinocchio so Souls like. It looks good. I I'm really I'm really pumped for this one. I mean, like I I got the, it's like. Here's what I got. I got the setting of Bloodborne. Mixed with. So, like magic of. Because like what I really thought was unique about this one was he's the character was using a lot of magic spells. And I know there's like sorcery classes in, in in Demon Souls and I mean in I'm sorry sorcery classes in Dark Souls, um, but yeah this one seemed to be a good mix. And then hearing more later about like how instead of like Pinocchio the concept of like him growing his nose when he lies is like he's turning more human as he lies, and then that affects the character. I'm curious how it'll affect the character. You know that's it's very what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, it's a little too non-descriptive of like exactly what affects the character um but at least for a first showing looks good to me like i'm i'm kind of yeah, i'm excited yeah in the same way that i thought the setting for steel rising was interesting i like the setting for this as but well but once you learn the gameplay you weren't too happy about it 
yeah let's see there's hopefully it's not as hopefully you can they, they haven't taken the pure Soulsborne style and they've yeah. they've done what um, I'll do a lighter version or something yeah, spiders have done and said if you if you want to you can tweak these settings to make your experience that's good experience a bit better but we'll have to wait and see more on that but that did they they showed um, I thought it was just going to be a CG trailer, but it looked all in engine. They actually showed yeah. some snippets of gameplay, so that's yeah. always nice. And it looks like it's farther than probably people expect, which means, I mean, I would say expect some more news from it next year, or even at the Game Awards. Who knows? They could have a bigger trailer at the Game Awards, especially really? especially with the response. Keeley's probably like, "Dude, I already got your info. Like, give me what give me what you got next." Yeah. Or he'll do um, it at his next Summer Game Fest against E3. So next up, Stranded Survival RPG. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Moving uh, on. At, <laughs> Atlas Fallen. It's a third-person action game. Um, this looks. I quite like the setting, but again, show show me show me the gameplay. Show me the gameplay. Um, then this was where the. The crowd really let um, Keely down. <laughs> Homeworld three. Well, here's where the here's where the crowd didn't make their money to just didn't do their job. They paid yeah, them. They didn't have they, they didn't, didn't have the Ubisoft fan fanboys and fangirls in the front row. Yeah, they forgot to put um, them there, or they or they forgot they were supposed to cheer for that one. Yes, um, Homeworld three. This you're gonna I bet you're gonna need a pretty a pretty high end. PC to play that exactly. Um, it's just not for me. Yeah, uh, well, RTS game, no thanks. Dan game, <laughs> Dan game. Uh, Genshin, Genshin, Dan approved. Impact 3.0 update. Skip that shit. Um, oh yeah. And then there was then there was another game from the same developer which looked very Japanese, which I didn't even bother writing the name down. It was quite interesting how little Japanese stuff was in here this time, and I know they wanted to focus on mainly on European game devs. I well, would have thought there was Germany. Bit, yeah, um, I thought there would be more of a smattering of some Japanese stuff in there. Next up um, was the boss fight gameplay from High on Life. Now, I was quite excited about this, and this tra this boss fight really put me off. Mm-hmm. It was completely unnecessarily um, vulgar in terms of the language that they used. Every other word was fuck. Um, and I remember seeing, watch, I watched season one of The Wire, and there was a scene in that where they're searching someone's kitchen, and every word in the whole scene was either fuck or motherfucker. They didn't say anything else to to each other and it gave me that vibe it's like why are you are you inept when it comes to writing or are you just being overtly childish that you have probably the latter um it put me off i didn't think uh, i thought the gameplay looked fluid i can see how the talking gun and knifey mechanic is going to get extremely annoying <sighs> i i um and it's isn't this one with the Rick and Morty voice too? I I just I'm sorry. I I I I can't 
I don't like the voice. I'm not a big fan of Rick and Morty. I've heard great things. I've seen some episodes. I just can't get over that voice. Morty's voice is just so... It, it, like, I'm fine with SpongeBob. Like, it took me a while to, like, be okay with SpongeBob. I, I seem to not be able to get that Morty voice to work for me. And so I just... I Next. Like, I just... I can't... And in fact, he doesn't change his voice. Like, I love the concept. I love the concept of these guns talking to you. And I love that, like, the, the knife goes stab, stab. And, like, I think that's hilarious. It just has to be the Morty voice, though. Like, come on. Do something a little more unique. I'm just, it's just not. It almost feels like it's a spinoff of Rick and Morty when it's not even a spinoff at all. Yeah, so I was a bit, after watching that, I'm more down on the game than I was for the announcement. Yeah. Next up is Shipbreaker, which is a console release of that game, which is already out on PC. Now, I've heard good things about this, not only in terms of the quite laid-back gameplay, but the the anti-capitalist <laughs> messages that it's putting out as well. So you are someone who goes in and takes spaceships apart, and you've got to do you've got to find certain um, things within the ship. Mm-hmm. You've got to repair stuff in, so that you can actually go in. Um, so it's quite it's a puzzle-based game as well. But there's there's elements of it where you're talking to other shipbreakers or your employer and your employers do not give a single shit about you they just want you to get get the stuff so there is there, apparently there is some quite clear anti-capitalist um yeah messages coming out through this game but will i will i play it probably not um something i definitely will play is the expanse's telltale game I'm a huge Expanse fan. The TV show is absolutely brilliant. Anyone who's not watched it should really go and watch it. Um, I will watch it. So give I'm you my really, report. I, I'm really excited about this. And I'm really excited that it's focusing on Kamina Drummer, who's one of the more nuanced characters um, in that show as well. Um, it was interesting that it had the, the, the little interview between the developers and Kara G, who's the, the actor um on the show who's also lent her voice to the game um where she's saying this is this is her life before the show starts Mm -hmm. so she's more more happy more naive to a degree um whereas in the show you find that she's a hard-ass woman um takes shit from no one so this is kind of how how do you get from her character in the game to her in the show i'm really excited about seeing this are you done with Telltale Games, or has this? Because I was, but as soon as I heard that they're doing an Expanse one, I was like, I am all in on that. Thank you very much. I'll rate for reviews. <laughs> well, the thing for me is like, it sounds great, but the gameplay probably isn't still fun to me. I, I like if it's a still if it's that's this is the problem with tell, 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 Telltale. Telltale. Jesus Christ, I can't speak today. Uh, not enough sleep. <laughs> People, get your sleep. Like, number one advice, get your sleep. Um, anyway. Uh, like, and if you're suffering from stress and getting dizziness and headaches, <laughs> go see your GP. Yes. Um, um, but anyway, uh, that's the one thing. Like, I I think they tell good stories. I really do. I just find the gameplay 
that they play with not very inventive unimaginative and quite boring so like i'd rather just watch a youtube video of someone playing it and just get the story that way than me actually playing it because i feel like it's not as fun um i get where you are because i i was there uh, I, I i loved the original walking dead game i played most of the second one and was getting a bit uh, come mm -hmm. on I, I, this gameplay loop isn't isn't clicking with me now. Yep. Um, I tried Tales from the Borderlands and had the same experience. I quit because I couldn't get over the hump with the gameplay. So I'm really hoping that because I am very much a fan of the show that mm -hmm. I can break through that get wall. Get through that hump, yeah. So like I, that's why I said I'll wait until reviews because maybe they might introduce a new gameplay mechanic that I just don't know about and then I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll enjoy it more. I just, yeah, it's... The issue is the, the gameplay mixed in with how piecemeal they give you the story feels like all the work you do, you really don't get a lot out of it. And so like an episode could have like payoffs way later, but an episode still doesn't feel um, as re very rewarding. So like I just spent an hour playing this game and I got little piecemeal things on this whole episode. And it's like, I kind of wasted two hours. But then when you get to the end, you're like, oh, oh, I, I see it all like pay back there. But it's like, getting to that point you still have to keep you wanting to keep going like the payoff the payoff can still be there but you still want the player to keep playing to get there yeah the the other thing i really hope they do with this i hope it's an r-rated 18 rated mature or game and it's not yeah, mature yeah yeah um it's not dumbed down because they some of the things that you would be doing potentially in this game that they showed in the trailers at spacing people mm. um uh, and i hope i hope they keep the tone of the show which was very much mature very much a high level geopolitical thing going on so i'm hoping mm -hmm. there's there's that level of writing in it so high hopes for that one next unexpected killer clowns from outer space No interest. <laughs> Next. Yeah, it's a asymmetrical. I know some some people play as the clowns. You play as teenagers. So weird. Yeah. Um, next up, soars above. I didn't make any notes on this because I was probably suffering from game announcement fatigue at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's where I started to die. I was like. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, am I awake? Still awake? No, no. This, this reminded me of Microsoft's E3 press conference. Uh, am, I, am I still awake? Yeah. <laughs> um, and this was a, another CG trailer. Uh, you're in space doing space stuff. Okay. What with... What is with it? What is the thi like? It's zombies one. It's zombies one generation, and now it's all space games. <laughs> what is with all the space games? I don't mind because I'm I'm very much more a science fiction fan than I am high fantasy, so. But, but they all seem know, around like the same general thought. <laughs> it's like, well, give us some context. So, what what are you going to be doing? Was it why do I why should we care? Like the, particularly the the the, 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 the sorry the catch line of space isn't enough anymore. <laughs> That's what I meant. Um. And this is going back to my point earlier. 
which is you can have too much you can have too many announcements mm-hmm. and by this point the so the next thing was the award for um gamescon goes green which yuki won well done um but straight away after that there was a a, a very short um trailer for a rpg um waro song or wiro song you play as two different twins and one might be evil and one might not be but it was just so quick one after the other world premiere world premiere world premiere Achilles world premiere has wore off on me because like a world premiere doesn't feel as special anymore no and by packing all of these in together you'll lose you'll lose stuff Mm -hmm. and people thinking oh yeah I can have my my game announced at Gamescom opening night live with Jeff Keighley. Yeah, but you're in amongst f- over 40 other announcements. You're yep. going to get lost. Yeah, this is this was always my problem with Microsoft and their press conferences. They do quantity over quality. And it's because Microsoft can go on the stage, we have over 50 games that we showed on stage. And it's like, yeah, but I only want to play like three. Yeah, or I've already <laughs> forgotten 47 of them. Yeah, or, or like... The one maybe I wanted to play, I completely forgot about because all the other I like lost it in the shuffle. Being like, was it even there? Like, because oh, there was all these shitty games in between or games I don't want to play. Sorry, not shitty games. That's 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 mean. I'm learning to be a little bit nicer. It's just not as games I don't want to play. Yeah. Um. So next up was the expansion for Age of Empires Four. Okay. Meh. Game Dan, Pass. Dan, have fun with it. Yeah, Game Pass. Have fun with um, that, Dan. Uh, so, and then we had... Is everyone excited for Gotham Knights? Oh, my God. I saw a, I saw the Harley Quinn... Because IGN has, like, first look. Or IGN first or whatever. They showed the Harley Quinn boss fight. Oh, it looks so rough. <laughs> I was like, why does this have to look like this? And they even pushed it up. <laughs> they pushed the release date up. What are they thinking? Oh, Clayface was in it. Oh no, 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 Keith. The more I, the more I see of this game, the less and less I'm interested. I can't. I, 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 am refusing to buy this game, Keith. It's oh, there's no way. It I'm looks so Knights. bad. Like I can imagine this hitting like PlayStation Plus or Game Pass in like a month or two. <laughs> like it's, I feel so bad for that team because they when I did watch um. They had like a history of Gotham City and um, in talking to IGN and some of their ideas sound really fascinating. I think their issue is the mechanics of the actual combat. It doesn't seem to work or it, it doesn't seem to look good or feel the it. The flow of the combat yes, doesn't look as choppy. Yes. It's very choppy. And I'm like... I was going to say the flow of the combat doesn't look as fluid. Well, that would be implied by the yeah. flow, wouldn't it? But I think... Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, like, this team has the has the stuff from past Gotham games. Like, it, you don't have to reinvent the wheel here. I mean, you can still have... It seems to like they're trying to keep the, the Gotham-style, like, old, like, Batman combat system. But yet they're trying to, like make it a little more um like allow the player to have a little more choice of how well, and not being stuck on like a rail and i get that and that's you great introduce jason todd um as the red hood you're going to have gun combat which the, the series has never had before yeah um 
But yeah, on, and then like they have special powers that make no sense, like in reality, his, like like his soul jump thing. Yeah, it's just I'm like, oh my god, guys, why? Like I, I, mm, like, um, I saw the thing that the prior to Gamescom they did the hit that some of the uh, the skill tree talk through. Yeah, and some of it made sense. Um, the Robin hacking into the um, watchtower, the Justice League watchtower's teleportation device thing. That kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. But why would he need it? Yeah. It's just the cut. It's just like, hmm. It's like he's, they, he's have, they, they have some good ideas here. Right. They have some good ideas here, but then, like, some of the ideas are like, why would you think that would work? <laughs> I'm just... Yes, so... And I'm more mad of disappointment, man, because, like, this could have been a really good game, and I'm just like, I am not... It is not looking good, and I just feel so bad for that team, because I bet they worked so hard on it, and, uh, and like, they look like they worked their asses off on this game and like in some aspects it really shows they worked their ass off on this game but it's like some ways you're just like oh no <laughs> no Keith no I, I'm, I want to like it but I just can't my, find myself doing it exactly like that's that's exactly my feeling I think that's the sentiment about everyone everyone wants to like this game but they're like no no, I can't, no, I can't like this. Why is this like this? And the, it's the interesting thing about the in inclusion of Clayface, because you find Clayface at the end of Arkham City. Yep. Um, and you need the equipment that you've built up through the game to beat Clayface, because otherwise he would just demolish mm -hmm. them. So, how are you going to basically are you going to retread what was already done? Yeah. Is that why you've got to fight Mr. Freeze so that you can freeze Clayface? But just like, uh, Harley, Harley Quinn, compared to the the four characters in this, is not menacing. No, and then like she like it seems like you've just included her because it's a Batman game. We have to have Harley Quinn in it. I mean, one thing I'll give them credit for, I do like the approach they have with the with like the character. I think is interesting. Um, the voice actress like has this. She has, like, the voice of the old Harley Quinn stuff, like, that that kind of accent, but then she kind of plays with it a little bit. And I, I give her credit. She she did, a, she did a pretty good job with, like, trying to make it different and unique. I just think the writing choices for that character in the middle of the boss battle made no sense. And I was like, what? Like, oh, I'll be right back. I got something to take care of. And then all she comes back and she's like, oh, yeah, all I did to change the combat was I added electricity to my hammer. I was like, no. Harley Quinn would be pulling out like a freaking rocket launcher, being like, screw you, bats. Or a little bat boy yeah. or whatever. But no, she's just like and then like to dodge her moves are like so simplistic. It's just I saw that boss battle and I was like, is this the first boss battle you have to fight? Because it looks the most simplistic boss battle I've ever seen in quite some time. Where you just have to hit the dodge button. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Dodge roll. Oh, it's so weird. So I next Moving on from our, our our wanting to like Gotham Knights, but can't bring I, ourselves. To honestly, so. like it it needs a it needs a Pixel Pints Game Award for something as like most tra most unfortunate, disappointing, like saddest saddest 
game we have to sad game we have to give a bad game award to or something <laughs> yes the game we didn't want to give an award to but we have no choice yeah. <laughs> um so the next up was um a chinese ghost of tsushima um where the where winds meet this looked person action game well okay so i disagree a little bit i think it's like i think it's um a souls game mixed with ghost of tsushima it's got the boss battle style of the of a souls game but it's got it's got that similar type of con some similar typeness of the combat system to ghost of tsushima and the setting um I like it. I like the duo. I like the the combination together. I think works. I'm fascinated. I think because Neo was so slow with its combat system, it'll be interesting to see a higher fast pace like a Sekiro, but not as Soulsy. Yeah, it, I don't. I didn't get a Souls vibe from this. This seemed more like a kind of pure, pure, purer um, third person action game. Well, I got the I got the Soulsy vibe from the bosses because they were huge. Yeah, it's, it looks more like a. It, well, I I was thinking along the lines of somewhere between China, Chinese version of Ghost of Tsushima crossed with um, Devil May Cry. Okay, I could, I could, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. Wow, I'm so wrong, Keith. I. Sorry, I was talking about this game with a coworker, and I used a different phrasing for it. Wow, why did I say Souls? I called it, I called it um, Ghost of Tsushima mixed with Bayonetta. Yeah, I see that. I don't know why I said the other one. I am so sorry, Keith. I, I you should be. We should record. That. Um, <laughs> oh wait! Oh wait! We did. Oh wait! We did. But yeah, no, no. I, I said, I said, and then my coworker's like, "You pretty much nailed it." And I was like, yeah, it's, 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 it's Ghost of Tsushima with Bayonetta mixed together. It's great. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like to see Cause, more. Uh, cause, uh, oh, sorry. Why I said Bayonetta was also because when he dodged, it slowed down time, which is the, which, which is the witch time mechanic in Bayonetta, which really made me think of that, which I love. I love the witch time mechanic in Bayonetta. It's like one of the best mechanics from that game. Is it's so satisfying dodging and getting that slow down time, getting the extra hits in. It makes you want to keep dodging. It's it's so good. I love that. I'd like to see more. I'd like to see a, oh, a yeah. longer section of uncut gameplay. Oh That'd yeah, be... hands down. Me too. Um, but I, I thought I was quite interested in that. I thought the yeah. the world art, the, the art style of the world was um, really cool. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the bosses look. Looked pretty very... spectacular as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Going back, lines of P, that animatronic giant boss thing with the that some of the, the, the yeah some of the designs of there the... were really cool. Yeah, that that was intriguing along with like the magic spells and like your character. I thought I thought, and that's why I liked that's why I call it Bloodborne because the theme kind of was very like gothic, uh, but like gothic Pinocchio, and I liked that. And next up, God himself, Hideo Kojima, <laughs> to announce his Spotify exclusive podcast. I'm sorry, it's not it's not a it's not a Jeff Keeley show without introducing his love of his life. Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima. <laughs> are you are you going to be tuning into Hideo Kojima, God no. himself? No, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Let us know in the comments um, if you are going to listen to Hideo Kojima. I mean, the podcast will probably be a success because everyone else will listen to him. <laughs> oh, it's definitely going to get millions of views. Yeah. Or, yeah uh, if it's a if it's a um, video podcast. Hilarious enough, he'll be like, sponsored by Death Stranding, the director's cut. <laughs> Please go buy my game. <laughs> it could be very much so. Um, next up, the Pokemon-themed Mini Cooper. What the actual fuck? I, I, I Agreement. Um, so why? Um, why not? All the, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the yeah. answer. Why not? <laughs> we got enough money. We could do whatever the hell we want. We're Pokemon. Um, so next up was quite an extended look at Warhammer Forty K Dark Tide. Um, no interest. Up to four, up to four player co op. I could see me getting into this if I could no, actually. You get some friends to play play this if i was playing this solo no chance i'm not even well you got erisbis jones erisbis jones will play with you so erisbis jones you said you're gonna listen to this podcast this is your moment make sure you go talk to keith about playing some warhammer i thought it looked quite interesting um is the horde mode mechanic just gonna get a bit tiresome yes yeah (laughs) very easy answer um next up was weird forest game Blacktail. The trailer only went on for about 30 seconds. Weird title. Yeah. Um, I don't... I can't even remember the... I just remember the, the, the word Blacktail. I think it was in... Was it pink? And with little squirrels on it. I completely forgot about this one, so don't ask yeah. me. <laughs> so I don't remember anything about the... Um, about the game. Uh, next up was Phantom Hellcat where you listen to a Walkman and kill stuff. Great. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, I like how we have different different expressions for time to move on. Silence. Nope. Let's just move on. Crap. (laughs) It's like... Crossfire X update. I thought this game was already dead. So same here. I'm guessing. I'm guessing people are really um, still loving it in in China to keep well, it going. Well, it's also on Game Pass, so like Microsoft's probably yeah, fording the bill absolutely. a little bit for that because apparently when they when they said it's coming to Xbox, they were very excited about it. It's like, oh, it's the next new property. It's the next new cheese. It's gonna be hot shit. And then it's like comes to the states. Nope. Yeah, and people play it. It's like, what is this? This is what? terrible. <laughs> am I gonna? Am I renewing my subscription ten dollars a month to be able to play this? No. Next. <laughs> um. Yeah, the console launch for Death Rentakill or Rentolate. Um. So this was the. Um, the I think it's a German game, um, which is the the thing that looks like a, a bit of a Civ clone, because um, they had the hexagonal um, hexagons. I don't know. Next. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Outlast Trials looked freaky as all hell. Yeah, this is the part I fell asleep. <laughs> back to back to back to be like am I falling asleep 
Yeah, so the, yeah, that look. I don't. Would I play? Uh, would I pay Outlast Trials? Possibly. It looks a bit. It looks a bit mental. Would you pay for it? No. There you go. Um, if if Big Phil deems it's okay to go on Game Pass, then I might give it a go. Or or um, or or. It's the phrase, Keith. Come on now. Other subscription models may be available. There you go. Um, next up, the finals. A game show themed shooter from ex Battlefield devs, which they didn't show any gameplay of. And doesn't sound like I know how it's going to work, so let's move on. <laughs> Waste of uh, my time. So, last up, we've wasted such a long time for it. Uh, Dead Island 2. This one's fascinating, a little bit. Did you like the trailer? It's okay. Like, obviously, Dead Island has a place in history as some of the best trailers ever made. Was it the worst one of them uh, of the three? Yes. Was the quality yeah. very different compared to the other two? Yes. It For just but a regular game trailer, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I thought the trailer was okay. Yeah, um, it's fine. I mean, explain to me what the game was, and apparently it's, like, not open world. It's going to be, like, these sub-open world hubs that you just, like, kill shit in, and it's very linear. It's three-player co-op. I think there's stuff there. Because here's the thing. I don't, I don't actually mind that it's actually not open world because you're competing with Dead Island. I mean, not Dead Island. I'm sorry. That is Dead Island. You're Dying Light. Yeah, Dying Light. And so why not go a different route to make yourself a little more unique? and make yourself into a more of like a a brawler beat them up like get your friends together just go beat all these zombies up and enjoy your day like not worry about being this giant open world traversal and getting from one place to another and then that the the nicer part too is like they get to explore all over la like they talked about that you could go to I think it was Venice Beach that they're going to be at, which Venice Beach has a really cool park here in L.A., like in Venice. So, like, there's going to be some interesting mechanics probably you can do, like, and then you get to eventually probably go to Hollywood, and that will be fun, too. Like, Walk of Fame, maybe go find a certain star and smash a zombie's head on it. Who knows? They might put some, like, celebrities in there. Like, I think there's some interesting things they could do. That's that's one thing I was going to say. Which celebrity? Would you like to turn into a zombie? Which celebrity do you think would have the... A former, the... A former president would be great if I could smash their head on the star that they have. <laughs> well, they, no, as long as they keep paying for it, they can keep the star. Um, so, can you think of any celebrities who might say, yeah, put me in the game for a laugh? Because I think some of them would be... Bill Murray. So Bill Murray would sign me the F up because he's already in a zombie movie and he gets killed in that zombie movie. So, um, yeah, I would, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they would just like do someone close enough looking like it that you would, that they don't have to pay the actor for their likeness. Cause like, it would be really expensive to do that. Yeah. But like they could get close and being like, Hey, Oh, it, or you could do people that are like, not alive so like you don't have to pay for the rights to use their faces because like i don't think you have to if they're dead so like you could put like a marilyn monroe like copycat and just be like i beat up marilyn monroe (laughs) sounds bad but like it's like it still could be interesting yeah like i think um yeah i think this game could do well as a way of counteracting what dying light is doing and i think that's a smart strategy for them 
um, so they've got the six playable characters, each with um, their own personality, mm-hmm. but possibly not different play styles. Sorry, Burkoff, so, you can't build your own character. <laughs> yeah, Matt's not playing this then. Oh, yeah. Um, one thing that it did make me think of, because they said it was melee-focused with some guns thrown in, um, so how are you going to do that? Is it going to be you need to craft them or is ammo going to be scarce or i wonder if it's um, like scripted sequence like all of a sudden like a horde comes your way and you need to use your guns so like they have guns around that you can pick up and like hold them off it's like maybe you put a barricade at the chinese theater because the chinese theater has this like open courtyard space but then also it it leads to the street so like they could put like barricades and they kind of do this already if you like go see a movie there they block off the space where that courtyard is where all the handprints and footprints of famous people from when they did movies and they premiered at the chinese theater um what they could do is like they could like make a barrier there and like you have to hold off the horde coming in from the street from the hollywood and that would be super cool to have like the chinese theater behind you like i think they can make unique gameplay of elements with that maybe that's what it is is it, it, it made me think of kind of colourful, melee-focused mm-hmm. um, Left 4 Dead. Which kind of reminded me what what Dying Light was in the first place. Like, when I... I mean, not Dying Light. I'm sorry. What uh, Dead Island. Like, I remember the first Dead Island. All I remember was, like, constantly seeing gameplay of people bashing zombies with melee weapons. And then when I see Dying Light, I see parkour. Like, that's the difference between those two franchises. And I love that this Dead Island is leaning into what makes it, what its strength is, which is beating the shit out of zombies. Um, the other thing I was going to say, and then, well, there's two things I was going to say about this. The awkward introduction of the gameplay reveal. Yeah. Um, do you want to see some gameplay? Oh, no. Do we want to see gameplay? Let's look at it now. Okay, let's do that. That was really awkward. Um, yeah, it, it works better when you have a live audience that actually cares. Like, because like an example, just quickly, I'll, I'll, I'll let you get back. Um, which is like when they revealed Final Fantasy VII Remake for the first time. Like, and they're like, "You want to see more gameplay?" And obviously, everyone is like a huge fan of the game, and they're like, "Yes!" And like, that's when it works. But when you have no one in the audience being like. Like, they didn't pay the people to scream out, yes, show me more. So, well, some, there wasn't anyone down the front with the applause card. Yeah. Being like, um, they like handed out the cards right before the game came out. I mean, right before the announcement. So, everyone has cards being like, die, like, dead island. <laughs> anyway, so go I, ahead. The other thing that I was going to say about this is the sales of this will eclipse um, Back for Blood by a massive margin. Yeah. I think it will too. Like something, so it's just something about Back for Blood just didn't work for me. Well, it's too, it's too similar to Left for Dead. Yeah, be the main. Thing. And I think, like, I think it was well, one, it was too similar to Left to Left for Dead, but then also, it didn't. The new things they did didn't make it better, and that was its yeah, problem. Yeah, it, it was so so drab. Yes. Just the color palette. Just like you could have done something really unique with a game like that. Like, I I could ease like you could make a. And here's the thing: like I understand shooters. Like people don't care about campaigns. That's a game you could make a real sick campaign for, and still have the multiplayer built into it too. And it would be really interesting and fun. Like it reminds it like it reminded me like of the old Resident Evil. Um, 
was it out risen evil outbreak which is like the multiplayer game they had which is you go through these environments there's a built-in story but you could pick all these different characters and it still feels like you're involved and like i feel like that it didn't have that in back for blood and i think it could have upgraded by doing that and just they didn't so yeah so right that was the end of the show thanks jeff um <sighs> <bye> everybody <laughs> well I was going to say, you know what was more interesting than all those games that they showed off? The 10 minutes of Forspoken gameplay they showed off, like, literally that day that I just watched and enjoyed personally. I'm like, Forspoken looks really good. And I was like, all the other announcements, it's like, eh. <laughs> so, I, I haven't watched that. That's just reminded me I need to go and watch that. because really I, good. I do like... I do like the look of Forspoken. I they, know you, you guys were talking about it last week, saying it's gonna could suffer from its delay. No, 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 no. Hogwarts was gonna suffer because of Forspoken. They're two. They're two very, very different games. I don't see that potentially well, cannibalizing sales of one well. Or the other. When you see when you go and watch the gameplay of Forspoken, it's all magic. First of all, they show a lot, which is great, and they show the traversal, which looks amazing. It looks a lot of fun to like traverse the environment and you can get through a lot of uh, cover a lot of ground very quickly, which is very cool. Um, and the combat looks awesome. Like that, that thing sold me on the title. Like I was already um, optimistic, but now seeing the gameplay of what the title is, I'm sold. I'm real. I'm that is a day one purchase for me, unless I get it for free. Who knows? <laughs> um, wait and see, but of the of the 40 plus announcements how many were we actually excited for two two maybe three i'm sticking with two i'm I'm here i'm excited for two i'm fascinated by one other one which is the dead island one (laughs) but the two i liked was the pinocchio one and the rise of p P, and i was fascinated by the uh the um ghost of tsushima slash bayonetta clone yeah, so obviously I was raving about the expanse earlier on, so that would be top of my list. Um, really looking forward to that coming out, and the other one would be Lies of P, because the the world setting looks and the character designs look really interesting. When your when your art style and design and environment can sell you on a game, money baby. That's that's that that means those those people did their job. They did it well and they did it right. Yeah. The only thing that would put me off is how pure is it a Soulsborne spin-off? Well, I think it seems as if magic is heavily involved, which actually will change the combat a lot. Because it, it seems like there's distance combat too and like there's ways yes, so- to counteract people by using magic as like a um uh, as a a par- uh yeah, parody attack. It, there was one point where it looked like he transformed his arm into a magic grenade launcher. Yeah, so, that was cool too. So those those would be the two that we are most excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there was a nice nice lot of Dan games in there. So yeah, I mean, there's like in this in this show, to their credit, there was a lot of okay games, just nothing to really like go crazy about. And even the ones I'm excited about were not like. I'm going to go crazy and lose my mind over. It's not like we're getting a brand new IP from one of the top tier studios in the industry. Like it wasn't that. 
yeah, it was okay. That looks interesting. Which then Let's supports which then supports the argument more is, I think Gamescom Gamescom is losing their stride too. I mean, they were never like a top tier place, but I remember the last Gamescom that they had before the pandemic. They had freaking Gears of War on stage. Like, where where's the where's the first party title? There's like no first party title on there, a big one, and it's because they don't need it anymore. Well, Microsoft needs them because Microsoft doesn't do directs, but Sony does their own, Nintendo does their own. Yeah, Gamescom is, for from my perspective, has always been more of an in-person thing anyway. True. Very so true. This is just a this is just a tack on. Yeah. Um, to some degree. Wait for Keely to make some more money. Yeah. And get a free just, and get a free trip to to Germany. Germany. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, hey, Key, you want you want a free trip to Germany? Just do a show for us. Just one day. That's all you have to do. Yeah. It doesn't even have to phone up all the important people. Yep. And you can say world premiere as much as you want. We'll we'll count it. <laughs> well, thank God they didn't announce world premiere like the the old Xbox. World premiere. That is so annoying. Um, and we had our ubiquitous, um, no, certainly not ubiquitous, obligatory uh, Hideo Kojima yeah. um, and, and, showing. And I wonder if in Germany they're like, we don't, we don't wear sockless shoes here. You in, must here cover, in, you must cover your ankles. Yeah, but it's Jeff Keighley. He'll, he'll, he'll get away with it. Um, yeah, let through customs. <laughs> Do we... Do we have anything else to say about Gamescom other than we're probably not going to talk about anything else announced at Gamescom? No. Um, unless it is an actual first-party massive announcement. Um, Which there isn't, because it would yeah. have happened at that show. Like, that's their opportunity to do it, because if one of them did it, they would have stole the show. Oh, yeah, that would have been that would have been mic drop moment. So, yeah, you know, when you're... When you're bookending your show with everywhere, which they struggled to explain what it was <laughs> that you'd actually be doing in hey, the game. Uh, hey, at least the, oh. the last game, Dead Island, at least we know what it is. Exactly. It's almost like we started a book being like, we don't know what we're making. To We know exactly what we're making. <laughs> yeah. So we've spent the last, I think they said four years working on it. Yeah. Well, they um, well they also said like it transferred between three different studios, but this one got its full development cycle from scratch, which was good. It was good to hear because at least like the issue is when you hand over assets like that from like one team to another, it can it can go wrong because like you weren't the one to create it originally, and so it's really hard sometimes to understand the nuance of what you were going for and like you make tools inside games to be like I made this tool because I'm going to make this other tool that's going to work with this system. But if you don't know that ahead of time, especially if they get canceled on a project and hand the assets over, they have to make a guess of being like, well, I wonder what they were going to use this for. Right. So like it's, yeah, it just, it's happens like that. So um, it's good that they were able to make it from scratch. They could really just put in their own ideas and really just go with it. So next time I'm, I'm slightly worried now for the Game Awards. Hmm. I'm not. You know, well, well, I'll let you go first of why you think you are, but I, I'm not. I'm not, and I can tell you why. So, obviously, there's going to be stuff 
that's not been announced yet. But mm-hmm. we've had Summer Games Fest. We've had the Gamescom. Yep. What else might there be? Um, and the the game adverts, as Stephanie Sterling likes to call it, uh, have been getting progressively less interesting. We make it more interesting by having the Game of the Game Awards. Um, <laughs> Which but... is still my favorite game to play. <laughs> Because I, I win I, every time. <laughs> I I don't I don't know what what could possibly get shown there unless it is the first footage of um, Breath of the Wild two or something like that that Keeley's got up his sleeve. What is going to be at the Game Awards that could actually be really interesting that will be that grab you by the face and sure. give you a good shake? This is coming soon and it's going to be amazing type title. I just can't think of what that might be. Um, the the other thing is, it's going to be a bit of a painful year for um, awards because every, so much stuff has got pushed. So it's basically going to be a fight between Elden Ring and God of War for everything, pretty much. Mm, uh, no, no comment until all games come out. Um, I would say not all the awards because I think there are other games that probably will well the win. accessibility award I don't think Elden Ring's going to win anything for that <laughs> um, um, unless it's the award for complete and total inaccessibility no but I also think like um, you know like Horizon came out I think it, do- it it did some really good things that like that one could maybe win best graphics who knows like nah. Um, well, if you have you seen the latest update on PS5 though, it is no, night. It's night and day different, bro. It, it's really good. It's really good. Um, I'm I'm utterly shocked. It's like it only took them like a couple months after launch to really get it to where it it is running really great. Um, and not only running great, it looks gorgeous. Like it is almost like another game because they did some lighting tweaks and it's just great. So you'll um, like it, it's good for you that you'll get to play that game after it launched because the patches really made it better so you'll so you'll get to experience like the the best of it um yeah well i'll, I'll probably be having to wait a bit longer now to get a ps5 because the price the has yeah. up which is um, yeah i get you but um you, so what, what's your take now since we've seen we'll see keely three times a year potentially yeah we will see him three times a year Ah, oh, just like your favorite uncle. You get to see him a couple times a year. Oh, that's great. Um, no, I I do think I disagree with you um, for a couple reasons. But one, I 100% uh, Zelda will never show up on Keeley's stage because Nintendo would never let that happen. Nintendo likes to take their moment. No, you said, no that wasn't... I wasn't actually I, I get that. No, that's, I get you. That, I get you. That level of... But, but here's my thing is I actually think if there is a time that there will be showings like that, the Game Awards is because if you think about it, we have a lot of juggernauts going into next year. A lot of juggernauts. We talked about this on last week's show. Like we have Final Fantasy 16. We have Starfield. We have Redfall. We have I know Redfall's not counted as a juggernaut. But but we also uh, it's more of a semi trailer. Now, if I remember correctly, I still forgot to double check. Was Spider Man listed as twenty twenty three? Spider Man two. Let me just Google it right now. I don't Spider Man two. Marvel Spider Man two. Ah oh, shoot, wrong button. I got the I got the web code. I'm like I don't want the web code. Spider Man two game. Um. 
release date. Here we go. Um, I'm going up. Oh, no, that's not what it is. Um, oh, it's a tentative window of 2023. Yeah, so tentative window of 2023. That's what they said in their uh, trailer announcement. If I if I'm reading this correctly, and if I remember the trailer announcement correctly, they said tentative 2023 of like the year. Games, so like Games Radar have just got it. It's listed as coming 2023. Yeah, I, I I swear they put a date. I think I I know they put a year on it. So like that potentially is going to come out too. So like there's a lot of stuff that Keeley in regards to juggernauts Keeley could pull from. Um, that's ready to go and get some flashing eyes there's also like stuff like who knows what like again i i bash them a lot because they deserve it until they prove me wrong but you know microsoft seems to have a good relationship with keely they showed off the console they showed off the first footage of hellblade um who knows they might show off some new footage of hellblade like they they haven't shown anything of hellblade in almost a year um i think Maybe a launch, maybe a trail. I wouldn't say launch trailer because no, like, I was like launch um, trailer. Launch trailer. What am I, thinking of? I mean, they already did um, an announcement no. trailer, but I would just say maybe this is like their first full like gameplay, like walkthrough trailer. And maybe they give a year, maybe it's 2020, like early 2024, or they're saying it is maybe 2023. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not working on the project, but I think Microsoft does have a window where, I mean, they have a boatload of titles that they're working on. I bet they show something to to keely and they give keely something they don't have a a a showcase type showing to like show off their titles they don't do that anymore it's e3 and keely's show floor so so that's why i disagree with you i think there is apple opportunity it's can keely get them to do something for him and that's the ultimate question if if not like i mean sorry I kind of already said it, but basically, I th- I think if there is an ample time to get something, the end of the year, to start the new year, is probably the best time that they're going to give the soonest they'll be able to give stuff to like show. Um, like Final Fantasy Sixteen is coming out this summer. I bet you they give them a trailer, keep the bandwagon going. Yeah, I do. But who knows? But I just think I I just think there is opportunity. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. I think the the thing for me is I've I, I'm a bit keyed out. <laughs> oh, I'm I think we're all keyed out. We need a new host, bro. We need a new host. I like I I appreciate so, Keely for all he does, but right now I do not need Keely to like host all these shows because like again, Keely I, I I respect the man. He does a good job for what he does. Like he's good at what he does. Give him all the credit in the world, but to be truthfully honest. He's not a great host. No, they need he a better. Loves what he does. They, you can see that he loves it. And I get it. It doesn't come off. It comes off cheesy at times. Real yeah. cheesy, like like beyond real cheesy. And I'm just like, dude, I appreciate what you do, but like, maybe you get a segment. Like, go with it with your own segment, but like, give the rest of the show to somebody else. I think also it would change up the formula it would make things more interesting for people like heck it would be interesting to get celebrities to host like i think i i know we talked about this in a past like bureau and pixel pines well whatever we had before 
But I just, I, I really think a new host, and it doesn't have to be like, maybe he has a host for, maybe he chooses one event he gets to host himself. Like, take the, the Game, Game Awards. Awards. Take the Game Awards. But like Gamescom, give it to somebody else, but you can produce the whole thing. Um, e uh, the, the E3 Summer Game Fest, get someone else to host, but you produce the whole thing yourself. Like, put your name all over it. Say, pre say presented by Jeff Keeley. Like, whatever you want to do, whatever the heck you want to do to give yourself credit. But just don't host every show, man. I love, I, I appreciate them, just the, don't do it. I think the less, less Keeley, more, more games. Let's hear from the people more that are actually making stuff. Let's give them more of a, a window. And I do and not potentially not the people who are making it everywhere because they can't seem to explain their own goddamn game. Well, okay. I will say though, um, I agree with you. And what I would back that up with is, um, what was I going to say? Uh, I think he does his best work as a host when he's interviewing people. Yes. And so like an example was like, when he had Neil Druckmann on stage, I think he did a really good job of interviewing Neil Druckmann, like because he asked him questions that were beyond beyond what we anticipated, and he did a good job yeah. with it. And I think he did a good job of like getting information from people. Like I think he does a really good job of it while still being respectful to the studio and being like, you shouldn't tell more than you should tell, right? But like maybe give us a snippet. And I think he does a really good job with that. And I think that's his talent do more of that because i think people would be more interested in that but some yeah i think that's yeah that's where it's, this and again that way you can focus more about what you're actually talking about and not have 40 plus announcements where some of them are going to get lost in the mix yeah because like i would have loved to see the team behind that pinocchio game and just have a quick interview with them yes just yes, why, why this? Why did you pick this as a yeah. as the theme? The theme of the, theme game? Where of the did you game. Get your inspiration, from, right? For the the art style. It, that, I want I want to, um, not necessarily a deep dive or developer walkthrough or anything like that. Just a bit more. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, that that could be cool because you could get some really boring people up on oh, yeah, stage for sure. Um, so you'd have to vet them. Or please don't just use marketing people. Um, yeah, usually try to get, usually want to try to get like the game director because they're passionate about the project. Um, they know the project backwards and forwards. They know the concepts. They know the pitch. Like they know how to handle that kind of stuff. And if not, like that's the host. That's the host job. Like Keeley can help them along the way if they're if they're relatively new to this. Like just ask really good questions that they can answer straightforwardly. And I, I think he can do a good job with that. So yeah, I would say like lean on his strength. Just being this like game show host isn't his thing. It's just not gonna work. But like doing good interviews, like those are his segments. Like give those to him, and then the rest have someone else host. So, but yeah. So wrapping up very quickly, um, Gamescom. Do we want to grade it? Opening night live. Let's go for it. What do you think? Where are you grading it? In terms of scale. Um, I, I don't know. I'm going to rate it blah. <laughs> uh, I rate it with the, I rate it the... I rate it with a meh. <laughs> a yes, meh so and a blah. Are, are 
for Gamescom opening night live. Um, you can follow all the other stuff happening at Gamescom. IGN have got their Gamescom coverage going on. Um, like I said, we probably won't do any more about Gamescom. We'll move on to our normal topics going forward. Um, hopefully we'll see more people. I won't be here next week because I will be in a different country and thoroughly enjoying myself, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, that and I won't have these bloody headaches and dizziness all the time anymore. No, uh, you don't nice. get to hear my gloating um, about launching my first title. Oh, damn. Oh, what a shame. Damn. Oh, what a shame. Uh, That's okay. Yeah, you, you snapping pictures of your name coming up on the credits <laughs> and then posting it out on Twitter. I'll tell you what, if you do that, I will like and retweet it. Oh, that's so nice of you. Thanks. Yes, and you're also a scumbag for being able to get hold of a PS5. <laughs> hey, I worked real hard to well actually I didn't. It was a colleague of mine. She is she is on that on that tweet tweet stuff. Like she gets the notifications of being like, "Oh, it's on PS Direct." And it's like she's just and she came up to me. She's like, "I, I Okay, last story about this PS5." So, um on the store, honestly right now has only been the Horizon bundle. And I already have Horizon. I don't want to pay additional money to get the Horizon bundle. And so every time we go on the PlayStation Direct store, she would like find the link, we'd hop on, and it's only the Horizon bundle. And I was like, I was like, I'm sorry, this is principle. I am not going to purchase an extra copy of the game and pay more for it. I just want the console with the disc. Now, if there's a different bundle out there that I don't have a game for, I'm open to it because I'm probably gonna buy the game anyway. But this is principle. And so we this is a theme of principle. Well, she came around and she's like, I found one disc disc version like I requested. And she's like, it's been on the store for an hour. Are you going to pull the trigger? And I said, fine, let's pull the trigger. So I pulled the trigger and it shows up. So came in two days. It was kind of nice. And then you can play your own. Well, not your own. It's not you didn't make everything in the game. <laughs> But you, 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 are you going to actually play it yourself? Um, because you've been playtesting it already. Anyway, on that note, that you actually work for a games company who I know some people might have heard of, um, who make a game that has probably got some critical acclaim. May not be beloved or not. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll never know, really. Yeah. Um, uh, on that note, we should be out. 